and thank you for joining again on the Coral Yoga Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to do a lot of breathing and mindfulness, so find a comfy place and happy listening. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Coral Yoga Podcast. On the last episode, you got to hear me talk with my friend Taylor about her experience growing up in choir and how she's carried that into her adult life, even though it is not what she pursued as a career, um, which was really fun. It's always fun to talk to people who sang in choir and then didn't make it through life, because um, I don't know what that feels like, except I guess I'm getting a glimpse of it right now as I am not allowed to go to rehearsals, either the ones I'm directing or the choir that I sing with, um, the remainder of our season has been canceled for um, the master chorale that I sing with, which is really sad because I had to sit the last one out because the rehearsals were conflicting with the choirs that I direct. Um, and it was Beethoven, Mises, Alumnus, so it was like super hard. And uh, usually I can kind of like sight read my way and make it. And on this one, I went up to Kenny and I was like, I can't sight read this. <laughs> and he said, nope. I said, I shouldn't sing this. And he said, nope. And we made a mutual agreement that that was not going to go well. Um, which then was kind of sad because I had to sit out our performance. And I don't like having to do that. But um, the rehearsal time was not there. And I didn't want to be on stage underprepared. So um, I'm pretty sad that it's been so long since I've gotten to see the people that I sing with and gotten to sing with them. I'm also going through withdrawals from seeing my high schoolers. I just video chatted with them. I just hung up about 10 minutes ago. And they're just so much fun to check in with. They are annoyed that they're having to do school online, which is really funny to hear about. And um, one of them was like doing archery. He's like, I'm really bad at this, but there's nothing to do inside. (laughs) So they're being... uh, really entertaining which is pretty normal for them so I'm always happy to see them we will be trying our first virtual rehearsal on Tuesday um and I'm not really sure how this is gonna go so if you have already been doing virtual rehearsals and you have any tips or things you have learned I would love to hear about this so please share um for the first one you we are using a google meet because that's what we've been using to like hang out and zoom times out the free version times out after 40 minutes. So, um, I wanted to try the Google hangout first, but I feel like zoom is going to be a better option. If you have an opinion on this again, please let me know. Um, so I also asked the few that I was just speaking with if they think zoom would be better and a few of them have used it in other classes or one for her high school choir and so they were telling me like yeah zoom is a little bit easier to understand and like it shows up different um so we might try doing two back-to-back sessions and then they can have like a 10 minute break in between um which would be kind of like their regular rehearsals my choir rehearses for two hours on tuesday nights six to eight so they usually get um a 10 five to 15 minute break depending on what we've accomplished (laughs) um so that would kind of maybe add a little bit of normalcy to our schedule so maybe it would be good so again if you have opinions on that please uh message me on core yoga on my instagram or shoot me a little emaily at 
Yoga at gmail.com. If you have any questions or things you would like me to talk about on the podcast, you can also send those to me in either of those two places. I have a list somewhere, but um, for anyone who knows me, they probably know I lose everything all of the time. My phone is about the only thing I keep up with. And um, that's just because I have extra motivation because I attached my credit card and my license to the back of it. So I do not lose it. But papers, I lose a lot. I think it's in one of the three notebooks that I currently have on my desk. And that might also tell you something about me that I currently have three different notebooks on my desk. Uh, One is specifically for quarantine. Um, So I'm just keeping everything in here partially just for my own historical documents. Fun thing, since we are in this global pandemic, this very historic time, uh, it is a really good time to be keeping like actual records of what's going on each day and like what you're doing and how you're feeling. I think these are going to be really cool and important things to share with our families in the future. So the next generation of our family that is going to be born after this, these are going to be things they're going to be wanting to hear about, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I think, well, I mean, I was alive during 9-11, so I know that's another big thing that people are going to want me to talk about in the future when they, for those that, like, weren't around for it, but, you know, this is going to be another one, uh, which is kind of cool, and um, it'll be cool to have accurate records of what went on and, like, what I was doing during those days to be able to share with friends and family in the future. Um, I feel like a time travel. That's so cool. Um... Yeah, so virtual rehearsals. I've also been doing virtual lessons this week. I teach ukulele and voice. And um, so we've been doing those over Google Meets as well. I might switch over to Zoom for this because those lessons are less than 40 minutes. Well, they're usually an hour long each, but we broke them up into smaller sessions since we're doing it over the internet and I can't get to them as well. Um, but I've been like playing things on a keyboard next to my computer for my voice student to hear and sing back to me or to sing with. There's a lag, but I told her as long as it lines up on her side, I can tell if she's singing it right. Um, It just comes over a couple of seconds late, which is kind of funny. And same with my ukulele student, um, playing things and drawing out charts and things for her to see and holding them up to the camera has been really funny. Um, It's good to be able to still see all my students and connect with them. I'm scheduling a Google Hangout uh, just to check in with all of my singers in my middle school choir tomorrow and to give them a few guidelines for their at-home practice that they have had set up for them and just to answer any questions they may have because they're all starting to wonder, are we going back to choir? Are we having the concert? All of those really sad questions that I don't have answers for yet um, because I work for a nonprofit and I have to wait for that official answer to come from um, our exec before I can really give it over. So I have to give super vague answers, which is hard. Um, but they seem to all be doing okay. They're, my high schoolers were just sharing their gratitudes and, um, pretty much all of them said they feel really grateful that they don't know anyone that has coronavirus yet. Um, and so they're celebrating that, which is, which is good. Kids are amazing. And, um, they're all just doing they're homeschooled, which a couple of them are already homeschooled, so they think this is kind of funny, watching all the public school kids freak out and be like, oh, I had to do all this on my own, and they're like, yeah, welcome. <laughs> um, but kind of cool for them that their routine gets to stay 
mostly the same, except they don't get to go to the choirs and the other things that they are involved with. I know a lot of them have group classes um, within their homeschools that they usually go to, so I know they're still missing a lot of that. Um, my dog is barking so much downstairs. She is in a mood. I feel it, though. I understand. There's a lot going on in our world, and I know it can be really unsettling. So we're going to take a few minutes just to be mindful and breathe together. So hopefully you're sitting in your house somewhere, or maybe you'd like to lay down wherever you are. Just make yourself really comfy. Maybe light a candle that smells nice. Maybe turn some lights off. Give yourself a moment just to relax and sit and just be. There's a lot going on. We don't want to we don't want to think too far ahead or constantly be focusing on what's happening outside of our little bubbles. Um, this is one of those times where, for our own sake and sanity, 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 I'm thinking of sanit- sanitizer, I don't know. Um, we need to kind of be able to turn inward and focus on what's what we can control here. It's like that scene in Frozen 2 where Olaf has all the little kids from the tribe like sticking shards of ice in his snow and um, they're like you okay Olaf he's like we're calling this controlling what you can when things feel uncontrollable so we're gonna take a few minutes to control what we can while the rest of the world is totally uncontrollable for us so we're making ourselves comfy maybe start wiggling your body around I like to roll my shoulders forward and back I like to twist my spine side to side I like to wiggle my hips around roll my neck back and forth and then start to take some deep breaths so maybe bringing one hand to our heart one hand to the upper part of our stomach right above our belly button and we'll take a big breath in through our nose together slowly exhale it out through the mouth just feeling that in our body what's happening in our chest and stomach as we do this breath. Breathing in through the nose. And exhaling through the mouth. Maybe with each exhale we let our body sink deeper into our chair or floor or bed or wherever we're sitting or laying. And imagine our body becoming a little heavy allowing the ground and the chair and the floor and the bed to support us. Knowing that the earth is there to catch us. Then maybe we begin to take that breath in and out through our nose, but if we're really feeling good, exhaling through our mouth, maybe we continue that breath. Finding what works for our body today, asking ourselves, what what do I need right now? What would make me feel good in this moment? Do you need a cup of tea? Do you need a blanket? Do you need to text a good friend just to say hello? Do you need and then if that thing is something you can do quickly and easily, maybe go ahead and do that for yourself. If it's getting a cup of tea, maybe go ahead and start to water as you continue to listen to this. Or if it's texting a friend, go ahead and send them a text. Text a few friends. Grab a blanket. Do something that helps you feel good right now. 
And with our hands still on our belly and our heart, we'll take another big breath in through the nose. And let's side out the mouth. <sighs> and take our hands down or leave them there if we're comfortable. We continue to focus on our breath. Maybe we count our breaths to give ourselves a little extra level of mindfulness. So really focusing on this air that's coming in and out of our body. So as we breathe in, we'll count our breath. So breathing in through the nose. One, two, three, four. We'll hold our breath here. One, two, three, four. And exhale. Two, three, four. Repeating the same pattern. Breathing in. Two, three, four. Holding. Two, three, four. And exhaling. Two, three, four. One more time. Breathing in. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. And exhale. Two, three, so again maybe we ask ourselves how am i feeling what am i noticing in my body has anything changed is there any tension i can let go of anything that's not serving me right now that i can let go maybe we go ahead and make that choice for ourselves allowing ourselves a little more space Space to feel, space to move, space to just be here right now. Maybe as we're creating that space, we can give an intention for the next week. Just for this week. What do we what do we want to do? Maybe our intention is I want to make my bed each morning. Maybe it's I want to take five breaths when I wake up and right before I go to sleep. Maybe it is I want to do 10 minutes of yoga each day or every other day. Maybe it's I want to eat lots of cookies and watch Gilmore Girls. Maybe it's I want to FaceTime a friend and have a meaningful conversation. It's something you can intend for yourself that's a form of self-care this week. So if you've got kids, maybe finding something that you want to do with them, if that's what is going to serve your heart this week, or if you're in that homeschooling situation and you feel like you're spending plenty of time together, maybe is your if you have a partner, are they able to do something with the kids to allow you some alone time? Is that something you're able to ask for? Can you have a bubble bath session, a bath bomb sesh. Maybe you just want time to sit with a cup of tea and read a book. What do you want for yourself this week? Maybe it's listening to this podcast and cooking a, a good meal and being really mindful about that. What are you putting into this meal? How is this meal going to nurture your body? What flavors do you want in it? Make it exactly what you want. Don't leave out the salt because there's sodium in it. If you want it, you need it. The body craves what the body needs, right? So allowing ourselves to have space for all of those things through this stressful time can help us to get through it a little bit easier. 
I think uh, this is all going to be a lot to process, of course, along the way and even afterwards. So what can we do now that's going to make it a little bit easier lately? Lately? Later. Uh, you know, we don't want to let all of this scary or negative energy build up so that when this is over, we're all of a sudden having to face a lot of fear and a lot of um, unknowns. What can we face as we go along to help ourselves feel a little bit better? And can we breathe into that and allow our bodies to feel it, allow this energy to move? I get hit with uh, waves of um, fear and uncertainty. I just found out that there was a confirmed case in the city that my parents and my family lives in. Um, and it was less than a mile from their house at a, a nursing home where our grandmother used to live. She does not live there anymore, but a family member of the person who has been confirmed with COVID-19 um, had visited the nursing home where my grandmother does live, which is also where my mom works. So this morning I was informed that um, there's a definite, definite potential that my entire family has been exposed. And um, when my sister was informing me of this, I noticed I was feeling really scared. I had a sinking feeling in my stomach. My heart started to kind of feel warm. And I knew that that was how my body tells me I'm scared um, and I'm, I'm worried. And I'm especially worried about my dad. He's getting to that age and he's starting to have some of those typical 60-year-old uh, health things come up. And that's it's really scary. My mom has always had a lot of things with her lungs, so that's really scary. My grandmother, if she were to contract it, would definitely not survive. Um, we've actually been kind of expecting her to pass in the last few months as things have continued to decline with her. And so it's kind of just a waiting game right now to see what happens. Um, and I was talking to my sister about it. Like, yeah, this is, it's really scary. And now I was going to go see my family today, but um, I don't think that's a good idea anymore because if one of them has it and then I go and pick it up and bring it back to the area that I live in, that's definitely not helping um, the masses. So it's not something I can do for at least the next two weeks while we wait and see what unfolds in that situation. Um, that's really scary. I live alone, so being able to connect with my family was going to be really important. I was planning to visit them a few times over the next few weeks to kind of keep myself connected. Um, and that's no longer an option for at least the next 14 days. And that's, that's hard. I know a lot of us are experiencing things like that as this spreads more and more. And we're learning of people that we know or people super close to us that have contracted um, this new virus. And I know that it feels really scary. And we don't want to shove those emotions away and ignore them. You know, I gave myself time to sit there as I was talking to her and, and feel it like, yeah, I'm really scared. Um, but all I can do is feel that, breathe into it, and then let it go. Because me being scared doesn't change what has already happened and definitely doesn't change what's going to happen. If anything, it gives more energy to the bad thing happening. Um, so I took a few breaths and I let it go. Um, I can only control what I can control. And that's not something I can control. It's in a different city and it's not me and it's not something 
I can change. My sister is loading my parents up on lots of vitamins and making them drink hot tea every day. It has been going around that hot liquids kill the virus. So if by chance it is like living in your throat, then uh, um, drinking a hot drink can help push it down and um, kill it and get it out. So if that is something you're worried about, maybe add into your routine for the next two weeks a hot cup of tea or a hot cup of coffee. Maybe that can be some mindful time for you. You just sit and imagine your body healing. Uh, the mind does have a lot of power over our bodies. We are just like planet Earth that we can see healing as all of this stuff is happening. And people are retreating. All these cities are showing signs of nature and wildlife coming back because planet Earth was designed to heal itself. And once we get out of the way of that, nature takes over. And it's the same with our bodies. You know, if we imagine ourselves healing, we give our spa- ourselves space to heal, we can heal from anything. So maybe we add that into our routine. 10 minutes a day for the next couple of weeks, or maybe other every other day, or maybe we pick one or two days in each week where we sit with a cup of tea, we just take deep breaths, we allow ourselves time to relax and heal. Especially if we're feeling stressed, especially if you're like, oh, I do not have time for that. I'm too stressed. There's too much going on. Then you, you definitely need to do it. Make this time for yourself. Treat your own body. Because being stressed is um, what creates space in the body for dis-ease and disease. Um, and we don't want to do that, especially right now. We want to let our bodies have space to heal. So let's take a couple more breaths together before we say goodbye for this episode. So maybe we bring our hand, maybe we bring both of our hands to our heart this time. Or if there's another place in your body that you are feeling things, maybe you take your hands there. And we'll start to deepen our breath. Maybe we come up with a mantra in our head. We're just really feeling a lot of anxiety right now. Maybe our mantra is, I am safe. Look around you and see, like, in this exact moment, Are you safe? If the answer is yes, then tell yourself, I am safe. Maybe you need to feel a little more love right now. So you look around yourself or you think of the list of people who you know are there to love you. And you let yourself know, I am loved. Whatever you need, take a moment just to give that to yourself. You can repeat it in your head as you breathe. I'm safe. I am loved. We'll take one more big breath in through the nose together. And blowing it out through the mouth. I hope that you are all staying well. I hope that you are enjoying meaningful conversation with meaningful people in your life. I hope that you are finding space to feel and breathe and move and sing during all of this. Um, And I hope that you are feeling okay. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas of things you would like to hear on the podcast, please let me know either through the Instagram, or through my email, coralyoga at gmail.com. There are a few directors who have reached out to me and have been asking me to record videos for them to upload for their choirs. I'm very happy to do this. 
I just sent one that was a little over 20 minutes long all the way over to Germany to one of my friends who directs the Munich show, choir, show chorus there. Um, and it was just breathing a few words of mindfulness and a little bit of movement for them to do as they get started on their virtual rehearsals as well. Um, so if you would like one of those videos, or if you just want some breaths, I can do a five-minute clip. If you want a full thing, I can do longer, and um, we can discuss rates for that. Um, just let me know. You can do that again through my Instagram or through my email, coreyoga at gmail.com. Happy breathing, happy feeling, happy moving, and happy singing. I'll see you next time.